This is New England Public Media. The arrival of millions of bucks worth of ads opposing a low-profile Massachusetts ballot question just in time for mail-in voting to begin. I'm Carrie Healy, and this is Beacon Hill in 5, our look at the week ahead in politics and government in Massachusetts as we do most Mondays. We've got Matt Murphy from the Statehouse News Service on the line. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Carrie. Ballot question three. It looks to increase the number of alcohol licenses a chain can hold. It bans self-checkout of alcohol, and it changes how stores are fined, like when they sell to underage customers. The ballot campaign to reform the state's liquor license laws had been shaping up to be a one-sided affair, but not anymore. What happened? Well, this ballot question is being put forward by basically the package store owners, the small independent liquor beer and wine retailers. And they floated this proposal as a a compromise of sorts with the bigger chains, the food stores, the the places like Cumberland Farms, who who have been trying to lift the cap on the number of liquor licenses in the state that they can hold so they can sell alcohol at more of their retail locations. But as the ballot campaign has unfolded, those big stores like Cumberland Farms basically threw up their hands and said, we're not going to fight this. A lot of the, the members in their coalition, uh, some like some of the provisions that the package store owners have put forward, particularly that it will it double the number of licenses that any one retail chain can hold. And some oppose some of the other provisions, particularly some restructuring to fines and uh, other changes. But they were not going to fight it. That is until uh, in early October, we've seen new reports with the Office of Campaign and Political Finance. The total wine and more is uh, fighting it on their own, spending over $2 million on ads so far to oppose this. And uh, this is probably because while they do operate some stores in Massachusetts, they would lose the ability to sell all alcoholic licenses. The number of licenses would decline uh, from nine to seven to sell beer, wine and spirits. And they are pushing back. With mail-in balloting getting underway on the 22nd, is now too late to sway voters' minds on this alcohol licensing issue? No, I mean, probably not. A lot of these ballot questions uh, are fairly complicated. And, uh, you know, just like with candidates, when voters decide at the last minute, I think people are going to start to read these voter brochures. They're going to start to try and say, hey, okay, my ballot's here. I got to make up my mind. I got to understand what this does. And I think, uh, you know, a lot of the campaigns think that uh, now is really a good time uh, to start uh, getting in front of voters and getting their message out because this is when a lot of decisions are going to be made. Last week, a report from the state auditor said there's more than $1.2 billion gap in state aid for school transportation, education, veterans benefits and other services, the funding for existing mandated programs. Now, I know that for years, rural Western Mass lawmakers have pointed to the underfunding of school transportation, and clearly much of this can't be new to elected officials. So what do we expect to come of this information uh, from the legislature or from the governor? Yeah, it's, it's certainly not new. And this report from the auditor is something that her office, uh, the Division of uh, Local Mandates, is required to produce uh, every year, and they look at all the mandates that state government puts on cities and towns and whether or not they're being properly funded. And there is usually a gap there. Certainly, uh, this, uh, you know, $1.2 plus billion gap jumps uh, off the page. It's, it's certainly a lot of money, but as you noted, we've heard cities and towns for years talk about underfunding of special education, underfunding of school transportation, uh, and other programs. 
uh, in their cities and towns. Uh, you know, this is uh, certainly something that the legislature says that they uh, understand and they try to make progress on every year. There are incremental increases in the budget every year, but uh, it's it's usually not enough according to the cities and towns. And I think what we're going to see is this play out, uh, particularly if question one, the, the so-called millionaire's tax passes in November, makes additional money available uh, for education, transportation, uh, and needs like that. I think we're going to see a big debate over how uh, this money gets spent, uh, and, and reports like these uh, could help guide that and shape that discussion. Well, speaking of those subsequent reports, State Auditor Suzanne Bump, who has held that auditor post for 12 years, is not running in this election. Uh, has there been any comment on this report from the two major party contenders, Diana DiZoglio and Anthony Amore? I haven't heard them specifically address this report, but I, I think uh, in both of them, you have people out there talking about really holding the legislature uh, and uh, oh, state government as a whole, holding them uh, to their commitments and, and holding their heat to fire the fire on a number of issues. I mean, we, we know that Senator DiZoglio, uh, from her time in the House and the Senate, uh, has uh, you know been vocal in her criticism of some of the decisions that the legislature has made. I don't think if she were to be elected, she would uh, shy away from calling out legislative leaders if they were failing to meet these mandates as that office continues to produce these reports. And uh, the same goes for uh, Anthony Amore, a Republican who's promising to uh, bring balance to Beacon Hill and serve as a check. So uh, I think that this is certainly something that no matter who wins uh, that auditor race, uh, this will continue to be an active issue for them. Matt Murphy is a reporter with the Statehouse News Service in Boston. Thank you as always, Matt. Thank you. This is Beacon Hill in 5, our weekly check-in at the Statehouse. You can subscribe to this podcast and others from New England Public Media at our website. That's nepm.org slash podcast hub. This is New England Public Media. Thank mm-hmm. you.